Welcome to Electric Leftovers. How are you today? This is the show. Uh, you know, you're here. You've heard this before, right? Surely, at least once you've heard this before. Uh, welcome. Hope you're having a good week. Hope you're having a great day so far, and that all has been well in your world. Because if it's not, well, that makes me sad. Um, kind of, I guess. I don't know. <coughs> let's let's go. Um, did we talk about this stuff last time? I don't think we did. So we're gonna start here. And if I talked about it last time, well, you're just gonna hear it again. Uh, new stuff. Plenty from Scarlet to keep you busy. The Ball, Wolfenstein, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Jade Cocoon, Part Two. Seventy-six episodes of that. Oh my goodness. Uh, Spawn Armageddon. That's from Scarlet. I brought you some more Saga Frontier 2. And Willow, which was my uh, monthly for the month. Uh, the first episode of Willow is up. There is more uh, on the way. And Jade brought us a playthrough of Mega Man 8. A very good playthrough. He is much better at that game than I am. Um, I did Let's Play it. I Let's Played it very, fairly poorly. Because I'd never played it before. Uh, Jade apparently put a lot of time into that game and knows exactly what he's doing. So watch his, don't watch mine. Um, that's all I can tell you about that. New soundtracks, uh, of course, Pocky and Rocky 1 and 2. Um, what else would have gone up? Oh, uh, Monster Party. I missed Monster Party somehow. So Monster Party went up at the end of the week last week. Uh, Pirates of Dark Water, Fantasy Star, blah, blah, blah. Um, didn't mention the uh, Mystery Science Theater for last week was Robot vs. the Aztec Mummy, and for this week it is The Mad Monster. That's a pretty good one. I believe that is the episode in which they tampered in God's Domain. Could be wrong. We're we are up into like the real show now, the seasons. Well, not that the KTMA stuff was not real, but uh, we're into the real comedy channel. Back back when Comedy Central was the comedy channel. That's what's going on there. <clears throat> uh, anything else? Um, actually, yes. Uh, something I've kind of been thinking about doing. Um, I mentioned it in an update. I don't know if you guys know. Um, I'm kind of dual hosting a bunch of my stuff over at Daily Motion. Um, Just, just to have it somewhere else, uh, kind of tap in to another market, you might say. Plus, uh, once it's up on both YouTube and Daily Motion, I can pretty much just get rid of it off of my uh, hard drive, which is kind of nice. Uh, I got plenty of room, but it fills up quickly, uh, especially when you're doing a lot of videos at the same time. So it's going to help me kind of slim, slim and trim things down a bit. And I like some things Daily Motion does better than better than YouTube. Believe it or not. Uh, I, I mentioned in an update video I did for Daily Motion that I thought it would be kind of neat to maybe put together 
something along the lines of a like a, a top 10, top 20, top something list um, uh, when it comes to soundtracks. So we're doing all these soundtracks. Um, I'm more than halfway done through the alphabet, at least. Uh, not halfway done through all the games I've let's played. And then when I've done all the games I'm doing, I'm going to go back and do all the games everybody else did that, that Mephisto hasn't already picked up on. Um, and I'll eventually I'll put a video together on how I do these, and, and if anybody else is interested in making their own soundtracks, you can find the video of it eventually over at Lo-Fi's Gaming Forums. But what I'm thinking of doing now is kind of getting everybody to... to I want to build some playlists, man. You know, you know what's really nice is having just some music to listen to. Video game music, I think, is especially fun to listen to. So what I want to do, I want to get feedback. I want to get input. I want to get suggestions from everybody. We're going to kind of take, you know, we'll do like the 50 greatest NES games and Genesis games and Super Nintendo and Game Boy and blah, 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 blah. And it'll have the top 25 RPG songs and platformer songs and, and uh, you know, from Capcom, from Squaresoft, from Nintendo, just a bunch of different stuff. And I'd like to get everybody's input and, and thoughts on what you would like to see for, for, for playlists um, and, and what you think should be in those playlists. And then we'll put it to a vote, and depending on how big the list is and how many options we've got, um, we'll, we'll get some stuff put together. Now, obviously, anybody who wants to can just go to YouTube and put a thing together. Uh, that is totally, totally something that is within your capabilities of doing. Um, but I, I kind of like the idea of just having some stuff kicking around that you can just pull up and listen to without having to go through the YouTube playlist nonsense. Which, as we all know, is not the best thing ever. Uh, I really dislike the way YouTube handles their playlists these days. Daily motion, not much better. That is not one of the things. But that's something, anyway, that I would like to kind of get started. So um, be on the lookout for stuff like that popping up in and around the forums. I'm going to put this out Facebook, Twitter, uh, here in the podcast, of course, Daily Motion. I'll put it on YouTube. I might even go and um, get Matt and then to talk about it at the uh, Nintendo Fever thing. So, uh, vote early, vote often, and, and yeah, more, more stuff now. How, how about a song? Yeah? That's a, that's a novel idea. For years now, the Kingdom of Olympia had enjoyed a wonderful period of peace, 
Even the fearful tale of King Amru's heroic battle with the demon Zawel had been long forgotten by his happy subjects. And when Amru's marriage to Alicia was blessed with the birth of the royal twins, Lace and Iris, the kingdom took it as a sign that the fates were looking favorably upon them. But little did they know that far to the east, the wicked Galda had been amassing an army of evil, the likes of which could not be imagined in the blackest thoughts of mankind. Even the fearsome Zawel had been resurrected from the dead to join the murderous cause. Suddenly, without warning, Galda had struck kidnapping Princess Iris and her attending maids for a sacrificial offering in the Ceremony of the Dark. As Amru lay helplessly on his deathbed, he knew there was but one hope for rescuing his beloved daughter and saving the kingdom from total destruction. He must finally reveal the secret of the magical sword of Arli to his son, Prince Lace. The mighty spirit of the blue dragon must rise again. That is an excellent back of the box for an excellent game for the NES Dragon Spirit, the new legend from Now Production and Bandai. I had this game as a kid and I absolutely loved it. It is one of my, probably one of my favorite shoot 'em ups. It's not super difficult, it's super fun, has really good controls, really good music. And you can play through the game on two built-in difficulty levels. The really difficult Blue Dragon and the slightly less difficult Gold Dragon. Well, the Gold Dragon playthrough is much shorter. Uh, it skips around some stages here and there. Uh, you can see the whole thing, both playthroughs. It's a total of 14 episodes and probably comes in, at, I would guess, around half an hour at the most. Give it a look if you enjoyed watching. Go get it and give it a try. There's tons of Dragon Spirit games. Uh, they're all pretty tough, though, so be careful.
Oh, hello. I hit the button. Um, oh boy. Oh yeah, we. I think we read this one before. Okay, uh, obviously it's review time, and I'm looking, and really the lowest that this got was three and a half hearts from a couple people. Uh, I think we might have read a review from Psycho Swordsman, um, the perfect example of a hardcore and classic RPG. Uh, this person and this person uh, we don't have both of our usuals so we're just going to go with the one usual our, our reviewer emeritus for the Electric Leftovers podcast <coughs> Joy Cookies this game really surprised me a Dragon Quest V review by Xylo the Wolf I feel like we need to like have a xylo so- uh, like a sound like um, Red Thirteen howling at the moon from Final Fantasy VII because that's not a thing that cats do. It's clearly cat based. Anyway, Dragon Quest was the first RPG series that started the popular trend of Japanese RPG games. Even if series such as Final Fantasy turned out to be much more popular outside of Japan. The Dragon Quest series is still considered to be the most popular series in Japan. Even if this game never got an official English English translation, that might be better, it still remains as one of the best-selling games on the system since it sold so well in Japan. If you are a fan of the Dragon Quest series or just want to play this game, then it shouldn't be too hard to find a way to get an English version thanks to the internet. Since it's nowadays possible to illegally download games to your computer, Dragon Quest V has, as far as I know, two different fan translations, and I've tried DJAP's translation. The first three games in the series all had the legendary Knight of Erdrich in common, while the fourth game in the series had no connection at all to the legendary knight. Instead, there was a flying castle called Zenthia, which was controlled by a Dragon Master. Dragon Quest V is a sequel to Dragon Quest IV and takes place 500 years after Dragon Quest IV which means that you'll notice some things in this game that you could also find in Dragon Quest IV. However, if you haven't played Dragon Quest IV, you don't have to worry because the story is still easy to understand. Just like in every other Dragon Quest game, you, you first task in this game is to give the main character a good name. This was originally a feature to make the player feel that he had created the main character. In Dragon Quest III and IV, it was also possible to choose if the main character should be a male or a female, but that is not possible in this game. Well, I think that the story wouldn't have to be much altered if you could be a girl instead of a guy. It could have turned out a little odd, I think. Most people prefer to have a male as the main character anyway. As you know, with Xylo's reviews, I try not to go back and kind of pick them apart. But I'll let you know that right now, um, it could have turned out a little odd, period, comma, I think, period. The story begins when our hero is six years old and is traveling through the world with his famous dad, the strong warrior and king of Granvania, Papas. Spoiler alert, buddy. I don't want to spoil anything of the story. But after a few hours, the hero will grow up and be 16 years old. Now he has to learn how to take care of himself and to trust his friends. He will also find two lovely ladies who loves him and he will marry one of them. Of course, the hero and his wife will have sex, so she gets pregnant, and they are blessed with two twins, one boy and one girl. 
wooden two twins before? After a few more hours in the game, the two children will be old enough to travel through the world with their father, and the main character will always be the same. I thought the two children would take over the role as the main characters and let the hero retire, but no, Enix didn't want that to happen. The story isn't really that deep, but it's full of unexpected events and should keep you entertained. It's clear that Enix wanted to make the story which shows how important the family really is. I read it like that because there was an opening parenthesis, but no closing parenthesis. Another unique feature of this game is that not only can a bunch of humans join your party, but it's also possible for 40 different monsters that you fight in any random battle to join you. After a battle, a monster can, if you are lucky, ask you if they can join your party. A monster works the same way as regular characters. Most of them can use both regular attacks and special skills. Uh, I had to pause real quick. Um, but, but, but a monster works the same way as regular characters. Most of them can use both regular attacks and special skills. They can wear different equipment and they can, just like human characters, gain levels. Remember that this game got released before Pokemon. Capture monsters will be very important at some points at the game, where they are the other kind of characters that can help the hero. As you might figure out on your own, the monsters that can join you late in the game is stronger than the monsters that joined you at the beginning of the game. Uh, the caravan from Dragon Quest IV is thankfully back, so that means you can carry up to eight characters with you, but only three of the can fight in battle, and there are some places where you don't get to take the caravan with you. However, if you do have the caravan with you when you are in a battle, then it's possible to at any time change the characters in your party, which means that it's important to have a good strategy in tough battles. It's usually a good idea to build up a few more characters than just the three characters that you usually use. That is hard to do. Just reading. Xylo, especially. Uh, the battle system hasn't been updated that much from Dragon Quest IV. As I explained before, you still have the caravan, but otherwise the battles are about the same. The only difference is that there is now a background in every battle screen instead of just a black wall. Your character can also no longer attack enemies that are already dead, and even if it's still possible to select an AI strategy, you can now choose to control... Excuse me. You can now choose to to control all your characters, which is something that anyone would prefer over trusting your life to an AI. Uh, open and close parentheses there. However, one thing that might disappoint a few is that you still don't get to see your characters in the battles, but there, at least there are saw weapon animations every time someone hit an enemy. Another great addition is that you can now use the X button both to talk to people who are close to the main character and to search for hidden things, instead of opening the menu and select either talk or search that you had to do in the previous games. This also means that it's much easier to find the small metals, which can be found everywhere in the game. You can collect small metals and then trade them with the Metal King to get awesome equipment. Personally, I think that he has better equipment than what is supposed to actually be the real best equipment in the game, so it's wise to look everywhere for hidden metals. There are only a few bad things I can find in this game. First of all, the game starts really boring, since it seems that you are only in the first dungeons because Enix wants you to gain a few levels and doesn't give you any good reasons, but the game gets better the more you play it. Another thing is that some of the monster sprites are from the old Dragon Quest 2. Why didn't Enix ask Akira Toriyama to redesign all the monsters? It can be hard to figure out where to go at the ending of the game, but you have to search for places that you previously couldn't visit, and I wish that there were some battle animations for your characters. I don't think there's much more that I can say about this game. It's absolutely an awesome game if you are an RPG fan that can ignore the fact that you can't see your own characters in the battles. 
Almost everything about the game is unique, and it's one of the better games in the Dragon Quest series. Let's all hope that Square Enix will be kind enough to the rest of the world and release the DS remake of this game outside Japan. Thanks, Zylo. Um, I think it's a great game. I really like Dragon Quest V myself. It's very good, very fun game. Um, and as as per usual, we don't pick apart Zylo reviews because um, you know, where's the fun in that? Reading them is hard enough instead of trying to reread them and understand them. So there it is. There you go. news you like news we all like the news but we all like it just a little bit more and it's a little bit weird right so here's our news our lead story too much reality tv russian producers are planning the so far ultimate survivor show in the siberian wilderness for nine months with temperatures as low as minus 40 degrees fahrenheit with 30 contestants selected after signing liability waivers that protect the show even if someone is raped or murdered Police may come arrest the perpetrators, but the producers are not responsible for intervening. The show, the Game 2, Winter, will be telecast live around the clock beginning July 2017 via 2,000 cameras placed in a large area full of bears and treacherous forest. 
producers told Siberian Times in December that 60 prospects had already signed up for the last person standing prize, the equivalent of 1.6 million. Only requirements, be 18 and, quote, sane. Bonus, the production company's advertising lists the, quote, dangerous behaviors they allow, including fighting, murder, rape, and smoking. Hooray! Here's our roundup from the world press. Um, you know, all, all, all the news uh, that's not in your news. Uh, with Well, unless you're from these places, I suppose. Uh, with car camel collisions increasing in Iran's two southern provinces, an Iranian government ministry is in the process of issuing identification cards to each camel, supposedly leading to outwear license plates on each of the animals. Authorities told the Islamic Republic news agency the registration numbers are needed if an accident victim needs to report the camel or to help trace smugglers. No actual U.S.-style license plates on camels have yet been made to the world's news photographs. Martin Shkreli, I remember him, became the Wall Street bad boy in 2015 when his company, Turing Pharmaceuticals, bought the right to market the life-saving drug, uh, drug excuse me, Daraprim, and promptly raised its typical price of $18 a pill to $750. But in November, high schoolers in the chemistry lab at Sydney Grammar in Australia created a molecular knockoff of Daraprim for about $2 a tablet. Their sample of, oh boy... Pyrimethamine, Daraprim's chemical name, was judged authentic by University of Sydney chemistry professor. Daraprim, among other uses, fights deadly attacks on immune systems, such as for HIV patients. Great job, kids. Gazing upon nature as nature calls. To serve restroom users in a public park in China's Hunan province, this picturesque Xi'an Lake area, architects give users in toilet cubicles a view of the forest through ceiling-to-floor windows. To discourage sightseers who believe the better view is not from the cubicles but into them, the bottom portion, up to the level of the toilet, is frosted. Though that stratagem probably blurs only a pair of legs seated. CNN reported in October that China has at least one other such restroom in Guilin province, viewing distant mountains. Oops! Organizers of the Christmas Day caroling program at the Nellum Pocuna Theater in Colombo, Sri Lanka, drawing thousands of devout celebrants, were apparently confused by one song title and innocently included it in the book for the carolers. No, it wasn't Inagata Davida from a famous Simpsons episode. It was Hail Mary by the late rapper Tupac Shakur, likely resulting in the very first appearance of certain words in any Christmas service publication anywhere. Officials of the Ulm Minister in Ulm, Germany, the world's tallest church, 530 feet high, said in October that they fear it might eventually be brought down by visitors who make the long trek up with a full bladder and no place to relieve themselves except in dark alcoves, thus eroding the structure's sandstone. A building preservation representative also cited vomit in the alcoves, perhaps as a result of the dizzying height from the view of the top. News of the Weird has reported on erosion damage to a bridge from spitting in Mumbai, India, and at the Taj Mahal from bug droppings. This is a church. What are you... Okay. The Dubai-based Gulf News reported in November that 900 Kuwaiti government workers had their pay frozen during the current investigation into no-shows, including one man on the payroll, unidentified, who reportedly had not actually worked in 10 years. Another, who had been living abroad for 18 months while drawing his Kuwaiti pay, was reduced to half pay, but insisted he had asked several times for assignments, but was told nothing was available. 
Gulf News reported that the 10-year man is appealing the freeze. Prosecutors in Darlington, England, obviously take child cruelty seriously because Gary McKenzie, 22, was hauled into court in October on four charges against a boy whose name and age were not published, including passing gas in the boy's face. The charge was described as, quote, in a manner likely to cause him unnecessary suffering or injury to health. He was on trial for two other slightly harsher acts and another gas passing against a different boy, but the judgment has not been reported. Yes, he is 22, not 12. World-class chess players are famous for intense powers of concentration, but a ch chess journal excuse me, reported in October that top-flight female players act have actually been disqualified from matches for showing too much cleavage as they play, thus distracting their opponent. According to Ms. Sava Stoshikovic, Head of the European Chess Union, in fact, the Women's World Chess Championship, scheduled for February, has decreed that since all message will be held in Tehran, all contestants must wear hijabs, leading a U.S. women's champion to announce she is boycotting. <clears throat> because, you know, why should you, why should you have to assimilate into another country's culture when you visit, right? We're Americans. Just keep repeating yourselves and speak louder every time. News you can use, folks. Govern, uh, German, excuse me, Horst Wenzel, Mr. Flirt, fancies himself a smooth-talking maestro, teaching mostly wealthy but tongue-tied German men lessons at about $150 a day. Oh, excuse me, $1,500 a day uh, in how to approach women. But this year, he decided to give back to the community by offering his expertise pro bono to lonely Syrian and Iraqi refugees who have flooded the country. At one class in Dortmund in November, observed by an Associated Press reporter, most students were hesitant, apparently divided between the embarrassed, when Wenzel informed them it's normal to have sex on the first or second date, and the awkwardly confident open line, opening line, excuse me, I love you, can I sleep over at your place? But advised Wenzel, don't tell a German woman that you love her, at least for the first three months, because German women don't like clinginess. And a couple of undignified deaths to pass, uh, to, to top off the roundup, excuse me. Uh, a 24-year-old woman who worked at a confectionery factory in Fedorsovo, Russia, Russia, was killed in December when she fell into a vat of chocolate. Some witnesses say she was pouring flour in when she fell. Others say she fell while trying to retrieve her dropped cell phone. That is how you get a joker. Do you want a joker? Because that's how you get a joker. And a 24-year-old man was decapitated in London in August when he leaned too far to the window of one train and stuck, struck an extension on a passing train. Next to the window he leaned out was a sign warning people not to stick their heads out. I would have hated to have been like three seats back from that guy. Can you imagine what your window would have looked like? The passing parade, folks, a poll revealed in December, sponsored by the University of Graz and Austria Press Agency, that Austria's word of the year for 2016 was the 52-letter word beginning, whew, Bundespräsident, and referring to the postponement of the runoff election for president in 2016. And the Wall Street Journal reported in December a long-standing feud on the tiny Mediterranean island of Gozo, Malta, which has only 37,000 residents, but two opera houses because of the owner's mutual antipathy. And our classic from February 2013, in November 2012, Tokyo's Kenichi Ito, 29, bested his own Guinness World Record by a full second, down to 17.47 seconds in the 100-meter dash, by running on all fours. 
Eater runs like a potus monkey, which he has long admired, and which, along with his self-described monkey-like face, inspired him nine years ago to take up four-legged running. He reported trouble only once when he went to the mountains to train and was shot by a hunter who mistook him for a boar. B-O-A-R, not B-O-R-E, because he's probably not very B-O-R-E-ish. Boorish. Boring. It's the news!
Well, there's your show, folks. Beginning to end, top to bottom, inside and out, outside and in. Once ways, twice ways. Once again, for the second time. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, as you know, we'll be back here next week with all the stuff. Uh, I, I found out in between recording the intro for the show and the outro for the show that I actually have a gig this Friday night, so I probably won't be doing any streaming. I don't know why we're having the gig. I don't know why we're having it where we're having it. Uh, the weather here has been really, really craptastic. I mean, I was just kind of strolling the grounds, as one does, and there is just water everywhere. Just, like, standing water on my lawn in the few places that there's not snow. So we'll see what happens. Uh, thanks again, though, for listening. I really appreciate it. Hope you guys all have a good day. Uh, don't forget to check um, for uh, all the stuff that happens on the show on the website and everything else. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, soundtracks, reviews, all that kind of stuff, and all the Let's Plays, and all the new videos, and blah, 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 blah. And there it is, and there you go, and have a great day, and I'll see you next week, and goodbye. Thank you.